So headline consumer inflation for the month of September came in at 5.1%. And it certainly feels as if the prices are still increasing all the time, Narina. But uh, is this what we expected in the main? (laughs) So yes, it certainly still feels as though things are are rising. And yes, they are. Remember, inflation is when prices are still going up. When inflation slows down, it means that prices just rise slower. But uh, yes, higher than expected. Uh, There was an expectation, I think, of a 4.9% increase after we had 4.8% inflation in August. So um, when we look at the 5.1% figure, a little bit higher than expected, but it's certainly not, not all bad news. When we look at core inflation, our core inflation excludes um, the very volatile sort of aspects. It includes prices of food, of petrol and energy and so on. And that was unchanged at 4.6% per year. So very close to the middle point of the Reserve Bank in inflation target. You know, when we look at uh, inflation so far this year, it's averaged 5.5%. So um, still below that. And, and we've come down quite nicely from the peak of just under 6.8% that we saw in December last year. So I guess what was expected was the fact that uh, the, the big petrol price increase that we saw recently, that certainly pushed it up. And we also had the quarterly price surveys of rainfall inflation as well as domestic worker wages. And these were both components also that just pushed inflation just that little bit higher. But, um, you know, when we look at food inflation, which has been a major component in recent times, um, actually quite a mixed bag. So food inflation sitting at 5.4%, which is quite good. But uh, when we look at meat prices, that's still increased by 15.6%, whereas things like bread and cereal prices actually contracted by 2.8%. So I guess it depends on what's in your baskets when you when you buy groceries that will determine whether you feel that inflation is still very high or whether it's come down. does allow for some, some rate cuts, I think, but uh, don't think we're going to see any um, this year for the rest mm-hmm. of this year. I think there's still too much uncertainty out there, but I think uh, if all else remains equal, we might be um, in for two or three rate cuts in the first half of next year. So we must just hold the faith. And uh, cross everything that can be crossed. Well, uh, Narina, <laughs> the other economic data release that came out higher than expected uh, was, of course, the retail sales for the month of August. But this time, of course, we like being surprised on the upside. Which sector is increasing the most here? Indeed, this was a good one on the upside. So 2.3% expected came out at 5.5%, and it was also significantly higher than the revised 1.6% growth that we saw in July. We've seen a couple of months now with relatively small positive gains, and so this one definitely was was a very good one. Um, the highest annual growth rates actually came from um, household furniture retailers. You know, appliances and equipment was up 90% year on year, and and. Other retailers also, 25.3%, for example. Now, this was clearly um, consumers taking advantage of that 25 basis point cut that we had in um, interest rates, which I think certainly has pushed through in terms of those durable goods that were were bought. Um, And and I think what's good about this one is it's certainly signaling stronger economic growth in the third quarter. Retail sales is a key indicator of consumer spending, and and, and that in itself is a strong driver of growth in the economy. So I think we can start looking forward to, to certainly a better um, GDP number for, uh, for the third quarter. It's still not going to take us to, to, to any significant level for the year, but at least it's a, it's a positive profile rather than more ga- bad news. 
And Narina, um, just finally today, marking the 30th anniversary of a momentous event in the markets. Uh, what was so significant about the 19th of October, 1987? So you mean over and above the fact that I was on honeymoon in Malawi at the time, <laughs> showing my age here. Uh, yeah, over and above that. <laughs> the 19th of October 1987 is what has become known as Black Monday. This was the day that markets dropped by more than 20% in a single day. This still remains to the day the biggest drop in percentage term ever that we saw on, on global stock markets. Um, and, and yes, so certainly a momentous day, and yes, there are still some people around who actually worked in the markets and at the time, and they will tell you all sorts of war stories and, and have the scars to show for it. Um, I, I guess uh, one of the big things people are asking now, can something like this happen again? And although there are certainly some similarities, um, you know, things like, for example, high valuations, and, and one could even argue trading strategies that can accelerate such a sell-off, um, I think there are many differences. And I think probably the most important difference that we have is access to information. We've got virtually instantaneous news flow around the world. Sometimes I think too much too soon, but at least information gets spread around the world very, very quickly. Whereas um, this is one of the reasons why Black Monday actually happened was because of a breakdown in communication due to a major um, storm in, in the UK, just south of London at the time. So I do think we also don't have the irrational exuberance which typically would mark um, a sharp sell-off um, and uh, even if we go back to 1987 it certainly didn't start a bear market in fact the market recovered within a year so when people are concerned about high valuations as they are at the moment it's so tempting to say oh let's um, you know rather preempt such a crash and get out of the market but I think more often than not the long-term investor is served much better by staying in the market riding out the, the ups and the downs and the dips to enjoy those strong recoveries that invariably come after such sharp sell-offs. So 50th anniversary, uh, let's hope that we are definitely not in the same conditions that we were 50 years ago. <laughs> are you celebrating though? <laughs> Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know, it's been a 30-year um, celebration, and why should we stop now? I <laughs> oh, love it. I love a good story. Thank you so much, Narina. Chat again tomorrow.